Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Good afternoon and welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for being with us. Wow. A beautiful day here in the Mile High City. Absolutely gorgeous. Real quick, we're going to get to our guest, but I want to mention, got a great friend in studio with me, lifelong friend. It's hard to believe, had a friend over 55 years. Kerry Coleman is in studio with me from visiting from Atlanta. Got to check out the Rockies last night, or the Dodgers, I should say. Got to check, (laughs) check out a ball game at Coors Field, so... Kerry, thanks for being in today, man. Man, just amazing uh, facility here at the studio and the game last night. It uh, was awesome. It was uh, beautiful weather. Just beautiful. Yep, absolutely. Like I say, Dodgers won that one, so one-to-one rubber game tonight, I guess. So A lot of home runs, though, yet. seventh inning, yep, I'll tell you. It was fun. All right, we're going to kick it off today and talk about the big game draw. Most of you, I'm sure, have your 2021 Colorado big game brochure. Just a reminder, Tuesday, April 6th, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, not midnight. That changed a couple of years ago, and some got in trouble there by that. I mean, did not get their draw in in time. So just remember, it must be in by April 6th, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. And to help us weed through all this, glad to have our good friend Donnell Johnson with us from Hunting Divas and Hunt Data Maps. So, Donnell, how are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, Scott. I'm actually out here doing some turkey scouting and getting ready for next weekend because that's the big opener that we have on the on the horizon there. But, yeah, a lot of great stuff coming up here in Colorado. Absolutely. And glad to have husband Dave with us. So, Dave, how are you, sir? Hey, Scott. I'm doing great down here in Aguilar with Donnell. All right. Turkeys. Well, good deal. Well, man, I, I thank you guys for taking time out of your busy Saturday as well to kind of walk through this um, draw process. Boy, you see a lot of questions all the time. Then you see a lot of misinformation and answering those questions. So, man, we're just going to try to do our best today to help you through that if you still have questions about the draw and getting your tags applied for. So, number one, and Donnell and I were talking before the show today. Um, Read the brochure, okay? That's going to be the start for you. And page one, right inside after the front cover, what's new 2021? It's in orange right at the top. What's new? Make sure you read those. So, Donnell, I'll let you start there. What are some of the, just the highlights there that you and Dave can think about we should bring up to our listeners? You know, it, there's several things, but um, one of the things that, that I noticed is that the new testing for chronic chronic wasting. So if you do harvest, make sure you look in there and see if you're in a unit that you'll have to get go get that head tested. So it's mandatory testing. It doesn't say optional. <laughs> so you just <laughs> yeah, need to exactly. make sure if you end up if you end up harvesting something that you take care of that harvest and make sure you get that head tested. Honestly, in one of those units, they're requiring it. We had a friend that shot three out. Uh, they took them to the processors, took the heads, and they didn't pay attention to which three. And one out of the three tested positive, so they ended up not keeping any of the meat. So just make sure you're paying attention to stuff like that. Um, and, and like you said, the 8 p.m., I had a friend that missed turkey draw this year. They went in there about 8.30, and, and it was shut off. So that yeah. 8 o'clock can, can, can be detrimental, so don't wait. Do it this weekend. Uh, there is a way to hunt smarter, and that, you know, we've had a business hunt data 
that we've had a big game CD that's done stats throughout the years. We, we don't sell that as much anymore, but um, it's just there's a way to hunt smarter in Colorado. There's a way to hunt at least two to three elk a year. A lot of people don't understand that. There's an A tag, B tag, C tag. Um, so there's a way to increase your odds. Um, the, the average is around 8 to 10 percent. Um, Dave just and I just had a class two weeks ago, and he had, you know, we had like 20 people in the room, so he had two or three guys stand up. He said that's the rate of what success would be. So set your expectations going into that, um, but definitely applying for the draw and getting into some of those units where they're limiting the hunters by default. And if, if the success rates show higher success rates, um, by default, you're going to have a higher chance of being successful. And then that's when we get into our maps and show where the concentrations are. But there's a way to hunt smarter. Sure. Absolutely. Now, on the back of the brochure, we'll give you all the dates that you need to know. It kind of cracks me up. It seems like a week or so after April 6th, everybody's saying, when are they going to be posting the results? Okay. (laughs) This is pretty easy. Read on the back. On May 24th through the 28th, the draw results will be posted online. June 11th, license payment deadline. Now, Danelle, let's both touch on this. Uh, as you had an experience with this, you got to make, yes, you should go on today and make sure the credit card that you have on file with CPW has a good expiration date. And by that, I mean it goes past June the 11th. Because if they go to run your card and that's not a good card anymore, and maybe you replace that card for whatever reason, you could lose out. Right, Danelle? Right. Well, and what happened to us, as you know, uh, my father is 85 years old. He's been hunting in Colorado off and on for three decades. He had 16 points, and he'd been applying, applying. He finally had enough points to draw a unit that um, I was going to take him on probably his last elk hunt here in Colorado, Um, a pretty steep unit. So he's 85. Lisa and I pushed him up the hills a few places. But honestly, um, what happened to him is he lost his wallet. And so when he lost his wallet, he got new credit cards. So he even put a credit card in that was a good credit card. But it's easy between April 6th and June 11th to forget, um, if you're 85, (laughs) that you got a new card. And honestly, if you have three or four cards and you don't remember which card you use. But anyway, it's that June 11th, and you have to make sure. Because the way that they contact you and the way they contacted him was through a robot phone call and an email service out of Texas that doesn't have a, a same extension as a Parks and Wildlife. So that went to his spam folder. He didn't get notifications. So what happened was he, he called to say, I never got my tag. And they said, oh, we revoked your tag because your card, you know, bounced. And so not only did he lose the hunt, they, he lost his points. And that's a new rule in the last couple of years, too. So if for some reason you're in between that period of on April 6th when he applied, he had enough points. So they drew his name. And then June 11th rolled around. They, his card was bad. So he lost not only his points, but, I mean, not he lost the hunt, but, and also his points. So here he is, 85 year old, years old, with zero points and no hunt. And it was a pretty emotional experience, but honestly, um, Mike Lloyd at Parks and Wildlife went to bat for us, and we, a lot of phone calls, and there were two tags that were floating around just in the situation of him. Like his tag mm-hmm. went back into a pool that was being offered to other hunters. And so that one of those tags actually became available, and my dad ultimately did get to go, shot a nice 6 by 6 bull. It was an ultimate hunt, but it was, there was a couple of days of frustration of thinking, and it could have gone the other way. Like if sure. one of those two point, uh, tags wouldn't have been floating, my dad would have been out. 
So, yeah, just make sure that even if you put a note in your calendar on June 10th, you know, double-check your credit card. Just do some little notifier or something because you're not going to remember. I mean, you know, it's just so much further down the road. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, Dave, let's talk a little bit. Go ahead. No, what I was going to I was going to add you'd asked earlier about about the draw. Right. But what I, what I was going to tell people was we, we taught a class a couple of weeks ago, and this whole drop process is incredibly complicated. And if somebody is sitting there listening right now and they haven't studied the draw, don't walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if people are aware, but there there is a point code for every species. And you carry points for elk, you carry points for antelope, for deer, for sheep, goat, and moose. And there is a code you can apply for just to give yourself a point. And I would really, if, if you haven't studied the draw, don't don't feel uh, intimidated to the point where you don't do anything. Instead, look in the regulations, there's code. And I'll give you an example. For elk, it's EP99999P, which is, hey, just give me a point as a first choice. And you've you've honestly taken a giant leap forward, taken a giant leap forward, yeah. Uh, because you know the draw. Some people discount it; they really shouldn't, because those are the great elk, you know hunts in Colorado are through the draw. Mm-hmm. And one of the big points is I was lucky enough to draw a bighorn sheep tag last year, and the the amazing thing about that is it took me twenty years to get it. And uh, if people aren't aware, there is there's a different process for bighorn sheep, moose, that's what I was going to talk goats. about. Yes, so so go ahead. Okay, okay. Well, good, good, good segue then. Um, so what what the way you got to look at it is you it's kind of like a poker game. You've got to ante up, meaning you've got to apply for four years. You need three points, but since zero is a, is a, is one of the placeholders. It means you have to apply for four years before you're even eligible to draw. So the reality is you need to get online and apply for sheep, goat, and moose. And what, what is really nice now, it, there's a good and a bad to it, is it's, it's affordable to apply for these points, right? They're, they're less than $20. I don't know the exact amount, but it's affordable to apply for them. In the past, you had to pay for the tag. And then get a refund in June, mm-hmm. which I used to apply for Donnell and I and our three kids. And when you start adding that up, sometimes <laughs> you you top out the you top out the credit limit and you can't keep going. So yeah. that's real nice. But at a minimum, if you don't have any points for sheep, goat, or moose, you need to apply for just a point now, just so you can get into the game in four years. And then the the sheep, goat, and moose. The best way to describe it is you need the minimum three points to be eligible and that gets you into the game each year when you apply after that that they do some things mathematically but the best way to illustrate it is look at it as a lottery ticket in the fishbowl at the fair right so each once you have the three points each year you apply you get one more ticket in the bowl right Right. So statistically, your your odds do go up, but it's different from the other big game species because the person with the most points doesn't necessarily win. So last year, you know, when I drew, 
I, I had I had the three base points and 17 weighted points is what they are. So um, I drew with that. It's it, it's amazing when I drew. I, I just I couldn't believe it. And I was glad I had actually sat down and studied a map and decided where I was going to apply for. Um, so yeah. so I had a leg up there. Sure. Once again, if you're just joining us, Donnell Johnson is with us, and Dave Johnson, her husband, Donnell, is with Hunting Divas. And Dave, I guess you could be too, but uh, Hunt Data Maps as well, <laughs> and uh, great map system as well. So, Dave, is there an easy way to explain the whole uh, preference point to the weighted point and how to break that down for people? Uh, just Again, just look at it as uh, a lottery system where yeah. you get one more and more tickets here's the really good news right in four years when you have the three basis points you have a mathematical chance of drawing okay so the good news is it it you have that chance the bad news is it doesn't go up a whole lot each year right right it's it's still the odds are still small but if you don't apply the odds are zero so yeah, that's, that's what you compare it to. You're not going right. to win the lottery versus, if you don't play, right? Exactly. Versus, okay, there's a desert bighorn, right? And people need to just go ahead and apply because the desert bighorn is a pure lottery system, which everybody's name goes in a hat and they draw one, and it happens every year. So I I drew and, and got a bighorn sheep last year. I can still put in for a desert bighorn, but I cannot put in for a Rocky Mountain Bighorn because that's a once in a lifetime. Yeah. Um, so you know what I what I would tell folks too is, as you're putting in for these Bighorn sheep, the moose, the mountain goat hunts, realize when you draw that, don't take it lightly. All right. You need to go scout. You need to spend time. Um, if you can afford it, get a guide. Right. Uh, because these are once in a lifetime hunts. For the male of the species, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I tell you what, it was incredible pressure when I went after the bighorn sheep last year. I bet it was pressure day one, saying, "Man, I, I've got to get one. I've got to <laughs> get one." And uh, you know, I, I made five scouting trips, so um, I felt like I had prepared, but I was still nervous. And you know, I'm, I'll contrast that draw uh, against the bighorn—not the bighorn, but the big game draw for elk, deer, and antelope. And those, you have about, oh, a third of the units that are draw uh, at, for elk as opposed to over-the-counter. Um, and they're, they're draw. And, uh, again, the way I tell people, you know, they want to do all this research and everything. The good news about the point system, if you get the Division of Wildlife's uh, annual preference point issue, uh, you know, when you see a hunt that takes seven points, for elk right that that's a result of demand and you can look at it to where a hunt that requires seven points is a much better hunt than one that requires one sure so so in a way you can look at the points as as research um where it gets really challenging is when you start to get into the the rifle tags that are zero and one point but we can we can talk about that as as the show goes on sure all right now Here's something that they did last year for the first time. We used to just have the primary draw, and then they had the leftovers. Well, last year, they started what they termed a secondary draw, and that's going to be happening again. That will be June 16th. So let me run through the dates real quick again. 
April 6th by 8 p.m. You must have your applications in. And then, and you can make any corrections. Let's say you put them in last week and you found out you did something wrong. This is a very easy way now online. You can go in and correct those, change it, do whatever you need to do. May 24th through the 28th, the draw results will be posted online. June 11th, as I mentioned, the license payment deadline. So, again, make sure your credit card is good that CPW has on file. And then May 28th through June 18th, the license will be in the mail. June 16th, the secondary draw applications accepted, and that is on page three of the big game brochure. So this draw replaces the big game leftover draw from past years, includes deer, elk, pronghorn, and bear, and applicants can apply for the secondary draw whether or not they applied for the primary draw. The only big difference here is preference points that we've been talking about are not used or awarded in this draw. So a uh, lot of chances here. And, and you guys, you know, you guys hunt in other states a lot and all that. How do you compare Colorado from just process, the fees, um, all of that to other states that you guys have hunted? You, you know, it, it's, it's just different. You know, it, it's just like everything. you got to read the owner's manual, and it, it can be frustrating. And, you know, I run into a lot of people that just say, I just don't even apply and I would just echo what Dave was saying. I would encourage people at a minimum just to get online and use that code like for elk and deer instead of an E. It starts with a D. So all your codes start with the, the letter of the species. So E for elk, D for deer. Um, like in New Mexico, the 100% lottery, 100% lottery. It doesn't matter how many points you have. Um, but they have their big units where you've probably got a couple extra thousand people you're up against versus some that are, you know, credit or units. I, I drew Arizona for the first time three years ago, and I probably got what was considered one of their toilet units. Um, I'm in there with 900 other bow, bow hunters in November when it's not the rut, so it's harder to call them in. And, and yet I still harvested a raghorn. Now, it wasn't a big bull, but so it just depends on, you know, what, what you're after. Are you after meat? Or are you after this trophy animal? Like Lisa just drew... Arizona she's 16 points for a unit there so she's been applying to Arizona for 16 years waiting and she just drew that so mm -hmm. um, a lot of people will say to Lisa you know she shot all these big bulls um, you know you're really lucky well she's really diligent she she right. goes out there and applies in all these states and like Dave said you have to have a big credit <laughs> on your, no on your card. like Arizona like they're they're depending on when you buy it if you time it right you can actually use your hunting license for two draws because they're the license lasts for two years but i you know utah is still different again i still have to buy a hunting license to apply like here you have to buy a small game or a spring turkey tag to apply like we're still cheaper than anywhere else yeah in, in, i agree you know what i mean yeah because yeah, you just have to get a small game or, or a turkey you don't have to buy a 160 dollars tag um, so it, it's just all different to me. Wyoming's different yet again. Um, and even Wyoming, their big game units, their boundaries are different for antelope, different for deer, different for elk. So like at least in Colorado, when you go to unit 20, that's the same unit 20 for elk, deer, antelope. So it, it's, it's complicated any way you do it, but I, I would still echo that anybody that does their homework and studies up a little bit, like, what's going to happen in that secondary draw? Like you said, you're not going to use any points at all. So what's happening in the secondary draw, let's say for unit, um, we'll, we'll use 444, because I think 444 went to a limited first season draw. So for first season rifle, um, for 444 and 44, uh, let's say um, they issue 
200 tags, just for example, um, and then maybe only 180 people apply. So there's 20 tags left over if you take 200 minus 180. So those 20 tags then go into what's called the leftover draw that we're going to apply for then in June. And um, so, again, they're not going to charge anybody points, and you don't have to play in the first round. You can just apply in the second round. Um, so there's ways, again, to hunt smarter because you can still be applying for that point, like we're saying, per species. Remember, you get a point for elk, you get a point for deer, you get a point for antelope. Um, and, and you want to start doing that before you want it because you can only get one per year. You can't buy extra points. Like in Arizona, they have a bonus point and a loyalty point. So you can get up to three points a year down there. So, so do, you always make your, do you always make your first choice, the preference point, and then put in your first choice for the species on the second choice, so to speak? You, usually I will pick some unit I know I'm not going to get just in case some random thing. <laughs> and I know the statistics. I know the mathematics behind it. But just in case something random happens and all of a sudden a thousand people didn't apply for that unit, I still apply for something just mm-hmm. for fun. And which leads me to, if you have five points and you let's say you you want the coveted two hundred one, two hundred one is the one everybody wants up north northwest, and they issue like maybe twenty five tags for that early bull season. Well, there's so many people in the queue that are ahead of you that have twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight points. Um, but there's a thing now called the hybrid draw. So if I have five points, which I don't, I only have two, but if I had five and I applied for 201, I get thrown into the hybrid draw and they'll draw one random person. So I was in the Boski down here in 85, uh, almost to the New Mexico border, and I was in there, uh, Lisa's daughter had drawn that as a youth tag, which that's a whole nother deal because youth, can draw units that are that might take you or I 25 points the youth can draw it with five points um so I would encourage all of you people out there that your children that have hunter safety or you want to start applying for them for the draw I I believe you have to have hunter safety to apply for the draw however we have a a mentoring program here in Colorado which I've offered to mentor your wife on a turkey hunt this year I know I know hunter safety yet yes and I I would also throw out there right now because of COVID you can get your hunter safety 100% online right now I would still recommend that you have somebody take you to a range and shoot with you but for the first time ever you can now get the hunter safety 100% online so that's something to tuck in your head but if your child turns 12 before the draw you can start applying for points for them and again, you start doing that whether they are even interested right now because let's say they're 25 and all of a sudden, like our daughter has 14, 15 points, and one of these days she's going to go on up with her daddy, you know, somewhere in one of these great units, you know. Sure. So, but but the youth draw, they get they have there's X amount of tags that are set aside for youth, and so they might be able to draw a tag that would take us 26 points, but there might be two or three that are set aside for the youth. Gotcha. So just remember that. But yeah. I was actually on that hunt with Lisa's daughter when we ran into the lady that drew it with hybrid. She drew it the first time with 20-some points, and she started putting back in after she had five points again, and she drew it again. Absolutely. So there is a hybrid tag. So you might as well, pl- you know, you might as well try, right? I mean, if you absolutely just don't care, then put in for, the, for that 999 code and get your point. But either way, you know, be doing the draw. I, I know people that work at Bass Pro. I go in there, hey, have you, oh, I just don't, I just don't, I can't figure it out. I I said, dude, go in online and just, <laughs> you already have a CID, you're already hunting sure. every year, why not get the point? Absolutely. And real quick, we mentioned earlier that, you know, average success is 8%, and and everybody thinks, oh, that's, you know, it's close to 10%, that means one in every 10 years I'm going to get an L. Yep. The reality is, no, it's not the lottery system, 
that eight percent is by and large the same eight percent year after year. Those people are doing something, including putting in for the draw to get into that eight percent. Yeah. So it takes effort and strategy to be successful. It's not just random luck. Absolutely. Well, guys, hey, we appreciate your time. I wish we had time to get into Hunt Data Maps, but check out HuntData.com, best maps you can have as well. But listen, take your time, read the brochure, read the back of the brochure as well, figure out all the dates, but do not delay. April 6th, 8 p.m., you got to have those applications in. So, Danelle, Dave, thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us on, Scott. All right. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more with Austin Parr, Fishing Report, right after this. Avoid the pitfalls with Kevin Flesh. Picture this. You're in court before a judge and jury trying to get the at-fault party's insurance company to cover your hospital bills, and the defense attorney pulls out your medical records. Comparing what you said to the police at the scene of your injury to what your doctor transcribed, you've contradicted yourself. You start to get nervous. You don't want to look like an idiot, but you simply don't recall what you said to the police. That was a long time ago. KLC's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, prepares you for these kinds of questions so you never need to worry about what to say. Of course, the opposition will always try to call your credibility into question. But with Kevin Flesh, you always know exactly how to respond. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Trial tested. Trial ready. Hi, Jack Corgan for Len Lyle Chevrolet. Len Lyle Chevrolet is open and safe. It's truck month, and they have the best deals of the year on all trucks and SUVs, like up to 10000 off on half-ton Silverados. Or come check out the all-new Tahoes and Suburbans for 2021. Len Lyle has been there for 35 years, and low overhead really does mean low prices. Check them out on the web, lenlylechevy.com. Go east and pay the least. Chevy. Find new roads. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures a precision custom parts for ARs and bills custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend, Austin Parr, Discount Fishing Tackle. Austin, how are you, sir? Doing great, Scott. Thanks for having me. So, man, I tell you what, 
it drives us crazy the way the weather's been. What does it do to the fish when it snows 75, snow 75? <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit interesting this year. We've been, normally bites that we're accustomed to going off have been a little bit slower, especially some of these walleyes at the moment. We've been uh, having a lot of people struggling at, at Chatfield and Cherry Creek as of late. Boating's open. There's been some fish being caught, but nothing has been overly fantastic as of yet but especially as we're seeing a beautiful weekend and it does some really nice temperatures this next week we're hoping that that's going to flatten some stuff out and especially looking for that lead core bite at cherry creek to turn on for those walleyes so that'll be be good for a lot of folks getting out there and, and uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff come alive at least as the walleyes are concerned and uh, this warm weather that we're going to be having as well is likely to be ending a lot of the ice fishing that's going to be still hanging on up in the mountains you could probably still get out for the next little bit here but in general that's going to be done and a lot mm-hmm. of folks up there start thinking about uh transitioning your thoughts to some of your bigger rivers the roaring fork and the eagle and the colorado have been absolutely fantastic as of late so we're talking about that bite not doing so good on chatfield and cherry creek but man those trout have been going really well up there and haven't had a date yet for things like a spinny mountain opener, but I would be imagining we're going to be seeing that here in, in the next probably two to two and a half weeks. Usually we find that about the middle of April is when we're going to be seeing spinny open up, so that's always a little bit of fanfare associated with that and some fantastic fishing to, to also be going. And then other places like the Dream Stream, uh, the flows have been up and down, so some fish have been in. They've been forced back out they've been back in so that still has been okay as well but everything has been just uh, a little bit variable this year but i tell you what hopefully we can get a little bit more snow and keep the the water in these rivers and and keep these lakes full sure austin parr is with us once again it's discount fishing tackle 2645 south santa fe their number 303-698-2550 again that's 303-698-2550 but you know give them, don't give them a call just go down there and see austin and see what all the stores got and it is packed wall to wall so any new things in over the last few weeks you've gotten in yeah so we are uh, of only one other dealer carrying the new St. Croix Victory Rods. So that's definitely been something that we've been excited about. It's a new lineup of rod that's technically geared toward bass anglers, but certainly some sizes that are very pertinent toward walleye and a little bit heavier trout jigging. But it's a, a rod that's a middle price rod at 200 bucks that offers really some high-end features and a 15-year warranty. So something that we've been, as I mentioned, really excited about there. But the other thing that, as, as we've talked about before, and, and it, hey, I hate to make it sound like a, a salesman's pitch, but just the, the supply of things is still really not right at the moment. And uh, I've been doing everything I can to scramble to get stuff. So if you're in the market for a new reel, a new rod, waders even potentially, now is the time to jump on some of that stuff and make sure that you can get your hands on it. Because although I'm good right now, <laughs> uh, it's... It, it's been funny, and uh, every day I'm getting some more stuff in, which is exactly what I'm looking to do, but it, it's definitely not where I can just pull a trigger and get something in here next week. Sure. I mean, Austin, when you look at, I mean, every industry, I was just over uh, our friends at Lynn Lyle Chevrolet this morning. I mean, you know, their inventory's way down. Now he's got 60 vehicles, you know, coming in here pretty quick. You look at all the ammo situation. You look at guns. Yep. I mean, you look at everything, man. It has really yep. put a crunch on every business. It's funny, too, because uh, some of the, the boat-type situations, we've been talking to uh, various people on that, and 
a lot of their small things that are holding up the boat. So, for instance, like foam or various electronics components for motors. They have the majority of what they need, but then something could be sitting on a ship off L.A. right now and not being able to get here. And that's the same thing going on in the fishing industry as well as with everything else. So it, uh, I don't see it being a whole lot better this year from last year, but I sure hope that I'm wrong, that sales are strong, and that the product can get here. But it, uh, it, it's different. So if anyone's looking for some product uh, to get after some of these good bites coming up here, think about doing that fairly quick. All right. Now, as far as, like, live bait and stuff, what, what all do you guys carry there at Discount Fishing Time? So we are uh, pretty much everything involving live bait in Colorado. <laughs> so we carry fathead minnows and shiners that we get from Arkansas that uh, we get overnighted here. Uh, those guys are here pretty much all the time. I'm, I'm very rarely out of those. In the next several weeks, a lot of people have been anticipating this, but we're, we're thinking that we're going to have leeches here hopefully by the third week in April. All the live leeches get netted in Minnesota, and therefore the lakes have to be totally iced out up there before we can get any of those. And then the standard night crawlers and mealworms we certainly carry, but then certainly as we're thinking about where you can utilize some of this stuff, particularly if you're new to Colorado, uh, the majority of your front-range lakes on the eastern slope below 7,000 feet in elevation, you're able to use your live minnows. So you can fish live minnows in Chatfield or you can fish with Cherry Creek. And although a lot of people think that that's exactly what they want to be utilizing, if you're targeting walleyes over the next little bit, you may still want to be thinking about your hard bait. So Cherry Creek uh, mm. trolling with your things like size 4 uh, Salmo Hornets, 4 and 5 Flicker Shads and Shad Wraps both work well towing them near and around the bottom. So when we're dealing with these post-spawn fish, although you can legally fish with those minnows, right. it might not be the best thing. But then as we're getting into the May and June time frame, as our water temperature begins to hover around that 60 to 62 degree range in the mornings, uh, I like staying in the mornings because when you have it at night, you'll, you'll have a period of time where that sun will get it to 60 or 62 degrees in the afternoons, but it's not time yet because that, that, that uh, heat hasn't penetrated deep enough. But when that happens, those walleyes will get up onto your structure, and that's really where your live bait turns on big time. So you can catch those walleyes on live leeches or one of my favorites, certainly uh, things like crawler harnesses and half crawlers on jigs. And then you can do the minnows too. Uh, mm-hmm. But then as you're around your local ponds, a live shiner under a slip bobber is never a bad thing to think about either. Right. Austin Parr is with us. If you're just joining us, it's Discount Fishing Tackle. And uh, Austin it will not be long, uh, but as you mentioned, all the boat stuff and all the different things. and uh, what are ramps like? Oh, I was going to get into your guiding trips, but what are ramps yeah. like now in the different area lakes? The majority of everything on the Front Range in Eastern Plains is now open. So, okay. for instance, Horse Tooth open today. Uh, we've got uh, all your things like Chatfield and Cherry Creek are open. Aurora's open. Pueblo's open. Uh, John Martin and out to the northeast at uh, Sterling and Jackson. Everything like that is all all going to be open right now. So. Certainly, uh, everyone needs to still consider the uh, being clean, drained, and dry with the invasive species stuff. But uh, we're going to be, it, it's not long now before these walleyes are going to really be on fire on these uh, eastern plains lakes. We still obviously have some time in the mountains. People are still ice fishing. But by the middle to late part of April here, we're going to see some boating open up there, uh, I'm thinking, as well. Right. And then let's just kind of talk about how your, your trips work and uh, where, where you guide at and, you know, a little bit about your trips. Yeah, so at the moment, speaking of these boating things, I'm <laughs> waiting a little bit longer uh, for a pro staff boat uh, this year than I normally would be, but that's to be expected with yeah. everything this year. This kind of is how it is. 
but I'm going to be firing up trips as we're getting toward the first part of May here on the conservative level. We'll see what happens. It may be a little bit earlier than that, but uh, targeting walleyes, and the nice thing about it is that as you get toward that first part of May, that's really when the fight's turning on. So we'll be doing uh, trips during the weeks on Chatfield and Cherry Creek and targeting walleyes on casting bites during that time of year. So it's one of my favorites. It's a good high numbers, high production time frame. And you can cast them on, catch the, the walleyes on a variety of presentations, all castings. Jigs, swim baits, jigging wraps, blade baits, all the things with a rod in your hand. So it's one of my favorite uh, aspects of that. All right, good deal. Well, Austin, hey, I know you're busy on a Saturday, and we just, man, always want to get you on, give our listeners an update of what all's going on. But listen, if you need help, if you need um, some gear, get down to Discount Fishing Tackle. And Austin, what I love real quick, just kind of talk about your staff there, because, man, I know one comment we always hear is, don't care who you talk to at Discount Fishing Tackle, you guys give great advice on tips and whatever, because all your guys fish. <laughs> yeah, we're certainly customer service oriented and going along with not only customer service, all of us are out on the water a lot. And so we've likely in the last little bit done exactly what anyone is looking to go do. And we've got uh, really a, a good knowledge base on that. Uh, but then additionally, even if we haven't, we've done it in the past at some point, so we can be dangerous in a lot of advice giving with that. So I can <laughs> can point people in the right direction on pretty much anything in, uh, revolving around Colorado fishing. All right, good deal. It's Discount Fishing Tackle, 2645 South Santa Fe. The number at the store is 303-698-2550. And, of course, you can reach Austin there. But if you'd like to call him directly and uh, talk about getting on his list on his guided trips, you can reach him at 303-514-5546. Again, that's 303-514-5546. So, Austin, we appreciate your time, sir. I'll stop by and see you next week, my friend. Thanks so much, Scott. All right, that's Austin Parr, Discount Fishing Tackle. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We'll be right back. Hey, let me tell you about one of my favorite stores. It's the Outdoorsman's Attic located at 2650 West Hamden in Sheridan. Hi, this is Scott Watley, and you may ask, why is this one of my favorite stores? Well, you never know what you're going to find. But I will promise you this. You will find great service and great bargains from this family-owned store. It may be a great deal on that 12-gauge shotgun you've been looking for. Or maybe that rifle you haven't been able to find anywhere and hey, they might even have that ammo in stock that you have been driving all over town looking for. The Outdoorsman's Attic is a consignment store for hunting, fishing, and camping gear. Now look, you've been moving that gear around your garage for months. Don't move it. Take it to the Outdoorsman's Attic and turn it into cash. Need to get that fishing license? Maybe grab some live bait? Head on over to 2650 West Hamden. And if your firearm needs a little work, ask for Scott the Gunsmith. It's the Outdoorsman's Attic, 2650 West Hamden. Tell them Scott sent you. This is Chris Kane with 303 Roofer. If you have an insurance claim on your roof and want to keep some of that money in your pocket, give us a call and we'll give you a cash bid to replace your roof. You pay insurance every month and now insurance has paid you. It's your money and we understand that. So give us a call at 303-390-1382 or visit our website, 303roofer.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, 
Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to go to the phones now and head over to Lakewood and our good friends at Green Mountain Guns, located at 3355 South Yarrow Street there in Lakewood. 303-985-7240 is the number. I'm glad to have Jake and Cody with us today. So, Jake, how are you? Doing good, Scott. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. And, Cody, good to have you on as well. Thanks, Scott. All right. So, um, man, first of all, Jake, uh, it was really, really good to get by there and uh, see all the, the action in there. Man, a lot of customers and all. And so, man, I know the gun sales have been uh, booming, so to speak, uh, here, man, for several months now, which is a, a great thing. But I want to start off today with something that's kind of cool that you guys do, and that's called estate sales. So let's kind of break that down for our listeners. And uh, I know you've, you've done it before, but hey, we always get new listeners and just kind of tell them what that's all about and how Green Mountain, Green Mountain Guns handles it. Yeah, so we do buy estate sales. That's We come out and we buy you know, all of your, all of your firearms, whether it's you got one or two or you got 300 of them, you know, we come out and we buy not just the, the guns, but all the accessories, cases, everything that goes with it. And it's a one-stop shop for you, really convenient if you've got a lot of guns you need to move or just a few. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I kind of like about it too is, I mean, like you say, you, you can go to them, they can come to you, they can bring them to the store, you can go there. And I know we're still in this time of COVID while a lot of things are relaxing, but I mean, if people want to, they can kind of set them up somewhere in their home, garage, whatever, and you guys can come over and take a look, you know, and uh, with not much contact, if that's the way the customer desires, right? Yeah, yeah, almost completely contact free. Uh, we can do it. You can stage them. Whether you've got a garage or, you know, a mudroom even, you could stage them there. And, of course, we come gloved up, masked up, you know, completely 100% uh, protocol, COVID protocol, uh, able to, to get in there and, you know, take a look at those guns without really having to, to interact with you face-to-face -face at all. Sure. And uh, as I mentioned, man, it was, yeah, I think it was yesterday just I was there and, boy, seeing some trucks pull up and unload some boxes man with firearms and and uh, ammo as well so we're starting to see some things loosen up there for inventory aren't you yeah yeah as uh you know the supply chain starts to see that they're the factories are opening back up to you know almost 100 percent capacity and you know we are seeing uh, quite an uptick in you know firearms being available but also ammunition being available and 
we're hopeful to kind of get back to where we were before all this started, you know, hopefully by June or July, but you, you never know. It could could stave off again, you know, you just kind of watch it, but we are seeing an uptick in availability for firearms. Uh, it's still not back the way it was, but sure. we are able to get our hands on some of those more desirable firearms and a lot of the calibers we haven't been able to get in stock and ammo as well. Right. And I know, I, I guess I'll say most of the, the guns that you have in now, if people come in and do buy it, um, you know, chances are there may be a box or two of ammo that uh, they can pick up with it, right? Yes. So what we've been doing here is, you know, obviously I, I, I can tell you from experience, I wouldn't buy a firearm if I couldn't get the ammunition. So what we've been trying to do is as that ammo comes in, before we set it out for sale for just anybody to buy, we set back a box to go with each gun, each firearm we have in here to sell that box. So if you buy a gun in here, you have the opportunity to buy some ammunition with it. Right. All right. And Cody, uh, a couple things for you here. I know one thing that uh, Mike Cook, the owner, um, is big on, and man, you guys are too. And it's always cool to come and see some of these, what we'll term historical firearms, but you guys have got a pretty neat program concerning that. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm on, I'm on board with Mike on that. I love historic firearms, anything old or historic or, you know, used with that old clockwork. I'm a really big fan of that. We've got the historic firearms experience coming down the pipe really soon, and uh, you know we're all pretty excited about this because essentially it will, you know, let the customer essentially take a trip back in time and you know play with some of their favorite firearms from across the historic uh, history. Uh, we've got the ability to actually rent trigger time with supervised rental on those firearms. So what we do is we essentially come to you or wherever you're at, your range or your area that you've got designated and essentially have gun will travel we'll uh, we'll come to you and uh, set up shop explain to you what's going to happen and give you a little safety course and from then it's just going to be a menu system of you picking what you want to shoot and how many rounds you want to shoot and uh, having a blast essentially um, it's obviously going to be better you know uh, the more people the better sure cost us and uh, there are going to be some stipulations as far as you know safety and where we can and can't shoot but we also have a huge selection of firearms. I'm talking anything from World War One to Vietnam. We've got handguns, bolt action, semi-auto, even fully automatic stuff. And this is rare historic stuff that you won't see again. So yeah. we're pretty excited uh, that whole thing coming down the pipe for sure. Again, we're talking with Jake and Cody. They're over at Green Mountain Guns, 3355 South Yarrow Street in Lakewood. Their number is 303-985-7240. And uh, real quick, Cody, as well, man, I noticed, you know, pretty good selection there in, in several of your cases. And you also got the uh, um, kiosk there for suppressors. So kind of explain a little bit um, what you guys offer there with suppressors. Oh, yeah, no problem. And this is something that I'm also a fan of. Uh, I'm a huge can. Yeah, me suppressor. too, man. Love it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, anybody out there like you, Scott, who's into cans, uh, suppressors, we've got an awesome inventory selection right now. We've got Gym Techs. We've got SIG suppressors. We just recently got a hold of some dead air stuff, so now we're a dealer of dead air as well. Uh, we're, we've got a lot of stuff in stock. We can order what you don't uh, see on our shelves. We also demo those suppressors out, so um, if for those of you who are unfamiliar with that, that's where you actually can uh, loan out essentially your suppressor while you're waiting on it to get approved. Uh, we also have more stock coming in just on the week. 
calibers range anywhere from 22 all the way to 300 Win Mag. Those are big boy suppressors right there. Mm. Also, we've been experiencing a little bit shorter uh, ATF wait times. So if you guys are on the fence about getting a suppressor, now's the time to grab it. Yeah, no doubt. It sure is. We don't know what politically uh, way things are going to go. So I'm telling you, if you are looking for a suppressor, I would highly recommend you get in there and get it today. And um, Jake, along with that, let's kind of talk about your CCW classes. And uh, I know those have been very, very popular. So um, those are what, 99.95, I believe? Yes, they are. So they are ninety nine ninety five. I typically have them on Friday evenings, but just so you, everybody knows, if you have, let's say, you know, three or four people together and you all decided you wanted to, to take the class, I can put that on for you and tailor make that class for you to, to fit your schedule any day of the week. You just need to reach out to me, let me know. Like I said, three or four people uh, is kind of our minimum for that. I would do three, truly, so I should say three is our minimum. Uh, but if you, you know, are looking to get your, your concealed carry permit, I know there's so much turmoil in, in this country right now and really across the world. Sure. You know, this is the time to step up and get the training, get your certificate so you can go and put in your application to get your CCW. This is, this is the time to do it. I, I just really have been pushing that hard to everybody. It is with everything going on in the world, you know, you can't be too safe. And, and truly, you know, if you've thought about it, you've been thinking about doing it, come on down. Might as well pull the trigger on that and, and get the class under your belt. That way you are able to go and, and get your CCW. This is this is a big thing right now for us. So, you know, if you're looking to do it, you've been thinking about it, come on down. All right. Let's kind of, and, you know, Jake, I'll let you open with this. And then, Cody, if you've got any comments as well. But, you know, we have seen a enormous amount of first-time gun buyers uh, buying guns, you know, over this last year, really, uh, last 12 months or so. So let's kind of help people out. When they come in and they want to buy a gun for the first time, Jake, let's kind of, what can they expect? What do they need? You know, let's talk about the form they fill out, the questions, that kind of thing. And uh, I think right now it's about three or four days as a wait time, if I'm correct, from yesterday, I think you said. But so what can people expect when they come in and buy a gun for the first time? Well, you know, that's the thing. I think it's, it's you know, traditionally thought of as a very menacing uh, thing to do your first time to go in and buy your, your first gun. We create and provide an atmosphere in here for you that there is no such thing as a a stupid question because you're trying to learn you know and we're not going to treat you like an idiot when you come in we're going to we're going to treat you like somebody that that wants to learn uh and and we'll teach you the right way to do it now as far as the process goes for buying a, a firearm for the first time what you do need is a valid driver's license uh state ID, you know, you, you will need that. You're going to want to come in and, and make sure that that ID that you have has your current address on it. Uh, we do have a lot of situations where, you know, people have moved and their address isn't the same on their ID, so we have to send them out to, to go and find a government-issued document with their name and their new address on it to confirm their residency. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's kind of a big one. If you're a first-time gun buyer, just know that you will need to have, uh, if your if your address is not correct on your ID, you will need to get a uh, whether it's a fishing license or a car registration or something issued by the government telling you 
that you know addressing you at that address right right cody as far as you you know i mean you deal with customers daily on a daily basis there or are there a few things that people are confused about sometimes even with the paperwork and all yeah you know i think jake pretty much hit it right on the head it's just uh people always want to know what documentation they need to bring colorado does have a couple different uh laws surrounding guns especially handgun sales uh here in colorado that require a bit different documentation than other states but as long as like he said as long as you got your driver's license with a current address on it uh open ears and an open mind we'll hook you up and help you out every one of our sales associates is very knowledgeable and i've had nothing but good words down the board as far as you know how helpful and uh willing to educate the customer we are so sure and you know if you're doing if you're doing a private sale i mean i know hey i grew up in texas and we just sold guns you know to friends neighbors whatever and didn't really worry about it but certainly in the the time that we're in now and plus it's the legal thing to do um you know meet someone there it's a it's a safer way to go about it jake you know you want to sell a gun to maybe you ran an ad somewhere and somebody wants to meet you with it and buy it man I'd rather meet them in a gun store, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, and, exactly. It's official, you know. It's official. It goes into – we book it into us from that person that's selling it and then out to the buyer, and, and there's a trail with it. That way, you know, both buyer and the seller are protected uh, through this avenue, you know. They're they're protected through and by this this federal firearms licensee, which is, which is Green Mountain Guns, you know. Right. When you come in and, and give us that gun, it goes in – to our possession and then we give it back out to the person you're selling it to so that's imperative and that is the law now it didn't used to be but it is right. now the law you have to do that sure last question here too I, I think you know sometimes we may get some folks in too that think you know they can buy the gun and they got their cousin with them and they just want to buy it for their cousin and they're open about it because they don't know but that is something that's really not legal as well right 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 um, so there is actually a, a loophole or a clause, I wouldn't call it a loophole, but a clause within that law that says that if you are immediate, direct, immediate family, that you can do a bill of sale transfer. And if you don't know how to do that, it's still good. You can come in. All of my guys know how that works. We can educate you on it, and we're not going to charge you a thing for, for a transfer like that. All right? That sounds good. Once again, it's Green Mountain Guns, 3355 South Yarrow Street in Lakewood. Their number, 303-985-7240. And, uh, Jake, let's run through your hours real quick here before we uh, finish up today. And so Monday through Friday, you are open from? 10 to 6 p.m. 10 to 6, and then today, Saturday? Uh, so we're going to be open 10 to 5 p.m. We are closed on Sundays. All right, closed on Sunday. Good deal. You guys need your rest after all. You guys work so hard. I've seen you in action. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cody. Hey, man, we appreciate it, bud. Thank you. All right, Jake, thank you. Again, it is Green Mountain Guns. Get over and see them. Let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. We want to thank all of our guests today, but mostly thank you. And just a reminder, if you miss our live show here on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays. That's from 8 to 9 a.m. or once again, 7 to 8 p.m. Thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.